Welcome to Tanakh Daily, a Congregation Ahavas Torah initiative. Today, we are discussing the fourth perek of Sefer Melachim. The perek comprises two lists. That's basically the entire perek. First, a list of David's senior cabinet of his high-ranking officials, like the high priest, secretary of defense, scribe, etc. And then a list of 12 and possibly 13 lower-level ministers who ran the different districts in the land primarily for tax purposes. And the list, though dry, still presents us with some important information beyond just telling us who was doing what at the time. And the significance of the list is crystallized for us by comparing it to a similar list that is presented of David's government. The first and the most striking difference it's just a matter of size. Shlomo has a much bigger regime, a much bigger, more layered bureaucracy, which is meant to reflect positively on Shlomo and follows the trend of the whole Sefer pretty much this thus far, which is showing us in so many different ways how firmly Shlomo has established himself and stability in the land. He is organized. He has a comprehensive government, which is another feather in his cap and reflects the stability of this polity. At the same time, to complicate matters a little bit, if we jump ahead, we know that the tax burden that is placed upon the people by this uh, very organized, comprehensive government will become a problem. It's going to be a major factor in the ultimate division of the kingdom in two. So there's something a little bit ominous about this parak, and it's really exactly like the previous parak, where we were told that Shlomo marries Bas Paro. Just like the, in that case, we know that in context, this is meant to be seen as a good thing. But knowing how the story ends, we can also see the seeds of ruin already being planted. So it's a kind of fascinating duality here. But again, the message is, is primarily, overwhelmingly positive in the context. Another important difference between the presentation of David's cabinet and Shlomo's cabinet is the ordering of the officials. And Rabbi Alex Israel's excellent uh, Sefer by Magid, published by Magid on, the, on, this, uh, on Sefer Malachim, which I've already noted. So he has a very nice chart, which I think is just useful to look at the differences in terms of the ordering and the presentation of these two lists, David's list and Shlomo's list of uh, their high-ranking officials, of their government. I think the most salient of the differences between the two is the fact that David's list has the, the, the first officer that is, that is mentioned is his general his secretary of defense and his chief of staff. While for Shlomo, the, this same official, the, the general, the, the, the secretary of defense, whatever you want to call him, uh, is, is ranked, is listed fourth. And the first slot on Shlomo's list, so the first person after, after Shlomo, is the Kohen, is the priest. And if we assume, and I think it is fair to assume, that the ordering of the list reflects the org chart of the government, the higher you are listed, the higher you rank, so then this demonstrates a very different focus for Shlomo than for David. David was a warrior. His task was primarily to deliver the people from neighboring nations. And so his number two man was a general. It makes perfect sense. Shlomo, the beneficiary, of course, of David's success and the peace that David's success is able to uh, afford him, could now focus on the loftier goal of building the base Hamikdash. And his number two was, accordingly, a Kohen. And that reflects the prioritization and the goals of this government. So the list, far from being a cold record of bureaucratic, uh, uh, just uh, a who's who, a bureaucratic document of little 
uh, enduring importance is actually a very telling data point for us to mine and to understand, which touches on the unique makeup and the unique focus of Shlomo's government. And as the parak concludes, it's this government that enables the people of Israel and Yehuda to grow to be uh, too numerous to count, to eat, to drink, and to rejoice. That's it for today. Chazak ve'ematz, and happy learning.